WSJM News Now. This is the 5 o'clock News Block on News Talk Sports 94.9 WSJM. Brought to you by Special Light Indicator in Benton Harbor. There's a good chance you've walked through a Special Light door when you go to a local restaurant, school, store, or plant. In the newsroom, I'm Andrew Green. Pfizer has announced a $750 million expansion of its Kalamazoo facility. Governor Gretchen Whitmer says the expansion will allow Pfizer to make more life-saving vaccines and treatments in its largest plant worldwide, but says it's not the first expansion at the plant this year. Over the last few years, Pfizer has invested a billion dollars in Kalamazoo, supporting thousands of good-paying jobs with annual economic impact of $3 billion across West Michigan. We brought all these investments home thanks to our effective partnership. The latest expansion will add 300 jobs. Congressman Fred Upton says with the, quote, new investment, Pfizer will ensure Portage remains central to new pharmaceutical discoveries and advancement and the ability to produce life-saving medicines for the world. The frenzy of the southwest Michigan local housing market has slowed for 10 months in 2022. The Southwestern Michigan Association of Realtors says potential home buyers have faced significant increases in selling prices for the limited availability of homes for sale. And even if, if successful in contracting a home, they'll find mortgage rates nearly double what they were in the first half of 2022. For those reasons, the market has slowed in recent months. In October, the number of houses sold in Southwest Michigan fell by 20% from the same month a year earlier, while year-to-date sales were down 14%. The association says the average selling price for the month, meanwhile, was up 15% from October of 2021, and the overall yearly average selling price is up 6% from 2021. In October, nine houses that were bank-owned or foreclosed were included as a percentage of all transactions. That's 3% of the transactions. For six months, the percentage was at 1%, while in January, the rate was 0%. This is National Influenza Vaccination Week, when everyone is encouraged to get a flu shot to protect themselves and others this holiday season. Terry Adams with the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services tells us the flu season's been heavy in many states already. We know it's just around the corner and flu season is upon us and we're just expecting any day now for our numbers to reflect that high flu season. Adams says this year is worse because of the high number of RSV infections and COVID. She notes when you get a flu shot, your chances of having a severe case of the illness are greatly reduced. So it takes a couple weeks once we get our flu vaccine and then anywhere from 40 to 70 percent effectiveness after a couple weeks of being vaccinated. And that's better than zero. So if you don't get vaccinated at all, you have no protection. The state health department is promoting flu vaccinations with a few weeks left to go before Christmas and the new year. Adams says the shots are recommended for everyone aged six months and older. You can get a flu shot for little or no cost at many pharmacies and health departments. The Berrien County Health Department will host a veteran food basket giveaway this week. It says that staff will distribute 150 food baskets on a Wednesday at the department's Benton Harbor office for local veterans. Berrien County Veterans Services Director Maureen Adams tells us, a few different organizations came together to make the giveaway possible. The Michigan Veterans Affairs Agency has lined up the food truck to come in from Sparta Nash, and it's going to be a laundry basket full of food items for area veterans. I believe it's either going to be either a turkey or a ham. There's going to be butter, orange juice, a lot of staple items. Adams says the baskets will be given away on a first-come, first-served basis. Her office has gotten a lot of inquiries from interested veterans. With the uh, cost of a pound of butter being $4 right now, I think everybody can use a little help right now. 
Adams says those who receive a basket should bring up proof of veteran status. That The giveaway will be Wednesday at the Berrien County Health Department office on Napier Avenue in Benton Harbor from 1 to 3 p.m. The health department will also offer COVID tests and vaccinations to those who are interested. A local teacher is dead after a multi-vehicle crash in Cass County on Friday. 41-year-old Sarah Proctor of Mishawaka and second-grade teacher at Justice Gage Elementary in Dwajak died on Friday after a three-vehicle crash involving a semi. The Cass County Sheriff's Department reported Saturday Proctor was stopping to turn on an Anderson Road when a vehicle driven by a 34-year-old Dwajak resident crashed into the back of Proctor's vehicle. The other vehicle continued off the road and rolled onto its side. Proctor's vehicle was pushed into the north side lane of traffic. A semi driven by a 72-year-old Niles resident then crashed into Proctor's vehicle. The debate is on in Michigan over a potential increase in the minimum wage for tipped workers. Restaurant owners have been fighting the increase because they say it will be crippling to operating costs. Justin Winslow, the president and CEO of the Michigan Restaurant and Lodging Association, says tipped employees tend to make more minim- more than minimum wage as things currently stand. Tipped minimum wage is what keeps the, the price of, of restaurant food reasonable. It is what happens in 43 states, and, and it still allows the tipped employee to make a lot of money. I mean, frankly, minimum wage is, is not even in the question for most servers most of the time. The average in Michigan is over $25. Northern Michigan Senator Wayne Schmitz introduced a bill that could stop a potential big jump in the minimum wage for workers who get tips. Winslow says it's important to have the legislature approve that bill before the new year because the first bills taken up by new lawmakers probably won't happen until March or April. That's after the minimum wage is set to go into effect. And Carol's Hope in St. Joseph will give everyone a chance to meet Santa this month. The Recovery Center's Heather Button tells us they'll host Santa and the community on December 16th from 3 to 6 p.m. Everyone's invited to bring their kids to meet the man in red. They can also get their picture taken with them. We'll have candy canes, and it's just going to be a good day. Bring their list, and he'll check it twice. Button says they're welcoming Santa in the spirit of recovery life. The December 16th engagement is all part of Carol's Hope's efforts to engage the whole community. WSJM News Now continues with your Bloomberg report. WSJM News Now continues, brought to you by Imperial Furniture in Dwajak, where furniture shopping is fun. The Supreme Court has started hearing arguments in 303 Creative versus Ellenis A, brought by a Colorado wedding website designer who refuses to create wedding sites for same-sex couples. More from ABC's Ike Egyoshi in Washington. Show me a page on that website that is an endorsement of a marriage as opposed to the story of a couple. Justice Sonia Sotomayor suggested the speech found on the website is that of the couple and not the person hired to design it. Justice Neil Gorsuch also appears to mirror that sentiment. One can view these websites, or last time around we had cakes, as either expressing the maker's point of view or the couple's point of view. And, and that's really at, at the heart of a lot of this. Ike Ajachi, ABC News, Washington. Raphael Warnock is the first black U.S. senator from Georgia, having broken the color barrier with a special election victory in January of 2021. Now Warnock can add another distinction by winning a full six-year term and a Tuesday runoff. Standing in the way is another black man, Republican challenger Herschel Walker. The two men have cut different paths and offer clearly opposing visions for the country, one including including on race and racism, despite their common upbringings following the civil rights movement and the guarantee of historical first of their Senate matchup. 
Black voters in the Deep South state say the choice is stark. Some former Twitter workers say they're filing legal action against Elon Musk and Twitter for the ways they were fired from the company. Morph maybe sees Alex Stone. Helen Sage Lee is among the former Twitter employees now taking legal action against Elon Musk and Twitter for the ways that they were fired from the company. I watched as my laptop shut down at 9 p.m. And all of my access get revoked. Their attorney, Lisa Bloom, says Musk and his team violated legal agreements and federal labor laws in the ways that they axed employees without required notice and mass layoffs. Bloom saying, Workers are not dirt. They are human beings who count on their jobs to support their families. Alex Stone, EBC News. Tens of thousands of people are bracing for days without electricity in a North Carolina county where authorities say two power substations were shot up. One by one or more people with apparent criminal intent. Across Monroe County, southwest of Raleigh, on Monday, businesses handed out free food or coffee, and businesses without Internet conducted transactions in cash. One local economic official described the area known for its golf courses and local pottery as, quote, eerily quiet at a time of year when businesses are usually full of tourists and holiday shoppers. County schools were closed. Traffic lights were out throughout the county. Drivers treated intersections as four-way stops, which caused some traffic in places like downtown Carthage to be backed up. A roundtable event at the White House is planned for this week, focused on anti-Semitism. Morph maybe sees Karen Travers. Second gentleman Doug Emhoff on Wednesday will host Jewish leaders at the White House to discuss the rise of anti-Semitism. Emhoff is Jewish. The timing of this meeting is notable, coming after recent anti-Semitic comments by Kanye West, which President Biden condemned. The president called on other political leaders to do the same. White House Press Secretary Corinne Jean-Pierre last Friday. What the president is trying to say is being silent is complicit, and when we see the this type of hatred, when we see this type of anti-Semitism, we need to call it out. Karen Travers, ABC News, the White House. Scientists around the world warned governments who will be gathering in Montreal this week for the United Nations Biodiversity Summit not to repeat past mistakes and urged officials to avoid trade-offs between people and conservation needs in a report. The study published today in the One Earth Journal found, even though there's been an increase in investment in conservation over the last three decades, Governments, quote, have not succeeded in bending the curve on biodiversity decline. Benjamin Netanyahu is expected in the coming days to install the most right-wing and most religious government in the history of Israel. The prime minister-elect teamed up with a number of far-right parties to ensure his victory. America's top diplomat says he's committed to working with Netanyahu and will depend on policies and not personalities to judge the new government. He made the U.S. position very clear at a speech before J Street, a left-leaning pro-Israel lobby group. Morph maybe sees Jordana Miller. From Washington, Secretary of State Antony Blinken sending Jerusalem both a strong pledge of support, but also a warning. Addressing a pro-Israel lobbying group, Blinken vowed the U.S. will not waver in its ironclad support for Israel's security, despite differences with Prime Minister-elect Benjamin Netanyahu. But Blinken also sending a veiled warning to Netanyahu's new far-right pro-settler partners. He insisted the U.S. will object to policies that, quote, marginalize the Palestinians or make a two-state solution more difficult. Jordana Miller, ABC News, Jerusalem. Russia has unleashed what Ukrainian authorities called the latest massive missile attack across their country, striking homes and businesses, killing civilians, and disrupting electrical power and water supplies in areas, notably in the Black Sea port city of Odessa. Ukraine's Air Force claimed it shot down more than 60 of the 70 missiles fired. 
Hours earlier, two explosions rocked air bases deep inside of Russia, and the Defense Ministry of Moscow said it had shot down two Ukrainian drones attacking the site. Also, that three Russian servicemen were killed by falling debris and four others were wounded. The attacks at the Russian bases raised the threat of a dangerous escalation in the war. And public health officials are describing the flu season so far as a rough one. They're encouraging everyone who can still get a flu shot to do so, especially since it's National Influenza Vaccine Week. Here's ABC's Sherry Preston. American Medical Association Board Chair Dr. Sandra Freihofer says she gets it. I know everyone's tired of getting shots, but understand you could get really, really sick this year and ruin your holiday celebrations if you don't get vaccinated. Health officials say even though the flu, COVID and RSV have been filling hospitals at the highest rate in a decade, vaccination rates are lagging behind previous years. There is no vaccine for RSV, but both the flu vaccine and the updated COVID shot are designed for this season's strains. Doctors say getting the vaccine could save your life. Sherry Preston, ABC News. WSJM News now continues with your Bloomberg report.